Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is what people are saying about the Complete Control program. Yes, I saw it as expensive in the beginning, but the program has been totally life-changing and that is priceless. Welcome to Series 2 of the One Year No Beer Podcast. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, then hit that button so you don't miss another episode. Just before we get started with today's interview, I just want to quickly mention one thing that Jen and I do every day. We were so lucky to come across this brand listening to podcasts just like this. And we are so proud to be sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is literally one scoop of this all-round nutritional insurance which is made up of no less than 75 vitamins, minerals and whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfoods scientifically researched and blended together to support and improve energy recovery, immunity and digestion. It's so easy. You just get down in the morning, plop open that glass, Pour in your athletic greens and pow, you are doing what you need in one scoop. If you want to join us, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B and join the health experts, athletes and health conscious go-getters around the world who are making a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B. Now, don't forget the forward slash O-Y-N-B because this will entitle you to the special deal Athletic Greens have given out to our listeners. A year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs will take with you on the go. Once again, athleticgreens.com. Don't forget, O-Y-N-B. Now let's get started with the podcast. Hello and welcome to another Lovely jubbly, lovely jubbly episode of the One Year No Beer podcast. My name is Ruri Fairbairns. I hope wherever you are in the world that you are doing extremely well in your journey. This journey we are on, which is to choose to put alcohol in its place, it's not an easy one. Because ultimately the reason why alcohol becomes prevalent in our lives is usually because there's a whole bunch of underlying issues. There's a whole bunch of underlying things which have allowed this habit to grow over time. And it's not an easy journey because when you start to remove alcohol, great, that's the first step. You're, you're sort of getting rid of the habit, you're plucking the weed out. But so often it really shows us these various areas in our life that need to be addressed. And if we listen to them and listen to the noise that's happening, which alcohol is so good at 
pushing down that noise. If you listen to it, then it will show you the signs and the bits and pieces that you're just not comfortable with anymore. I think some of the examples I've come across that recently, um, are, for instance, um, I was talking to somebody on, on one of our programs and they said, you know, it's very difficult because we have these friendships, a very close couple that we're friendship with or friends with, and we always drink and we always, you know, we hang out lots and our families are close and, you know, that's the way it goes. And now that I've decided to stop drinking for a bit, this one individual is giving me huge amounts of peer pressure, like really berating me. And, you know, listening to this because, you know, rightly she said, you know, friends are hard to come by. And, you know, when you hear people talk about the regrets of the dying and they say, you know, friendships are the most important or one of the most important things and retaining those friendships is important. And maybe you've done decades, you know, with the with these friends and, and now you found yourself sort of caught in this in this difficult place. And we did a much longer podcast about this before. So do have a listen to that, um, how to talk to friends. So anyway... As it goes through this transition, suddenly they're not so comfortable with that and you're having to deal with this peer pressure. You know, the thing about it is when you look right at your life, you know, these things that you put up with or have put up with in the past, and maybe this friendship is one of them, you sort of say, well, hang on a minute, I'm not so happy with that anymore. You know, I, I'm I, I'm not so comfortable with just sitting around drinking, laughing, talking. That that. I enjoyed that and I could get myself back into enjoying it again. But if I listen to the noise inside me, actually, it wasn't right. It's not right for me. I don't want to do that anymore. I, I, I need to change how I'm doing these things. I think the beauty of that is, although it's tough, it is really tough. Those relationships need to change. They will. Now, absolutely. Have patience. Take your time, right? Don't be expecting that you just stopped drinking 30 days ago and you're feeling much better and you're feeling life and you're like, right, my friends can't drink anymore. No, that's crazy. Or, you know, gosh, my friend's still drinking so much, I'm just going to hide away from them. No, 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 don't do those things. You still want to be sociable. You still want to be around your friends. But the reality is those friendships do need to move on. For them to stay up with you, if, if this is an identity change for you, which absolutely is what we are trying to create here at One Year No Beer, we're trying to help you have an identity shift, you know, change how you see alcohol, how you are around alcohol, how you behave with alcohol, right? So if you're going to have that identity shift, that change inside yourself, then at some point either you're going to separate from those old identities, the people that you were hanging around who are stuck in their ways, and you need to do that for you, or they will migrate and move forward. Now, the beauty about holding on to the thread of that they might migrate and move forward is that in honesty you are being a lighthouse okay you have to think of it like this like yes in the early stage of changing your relationship with alcohol you're entirely focused on yourself and so you should be it's a it's a big change there's lots of things going on for you and you need to get selfish for a while so that you can Put on your mask first, right? This is what you're doing. You're you're coming in here and you're you're saying, I'm gonna look after me and I'm making this change. But once you start to get momentum and people see the change around you, gosh, you you your eyes look brighter. Oh wow, your your skin looks great. Nobody ever said that to me, by the way, but I hear people saying that to other people. Ladies probably. 
<laughs> I, hey, I did not mean to make any sexist comment there. Maybe some men have heard that saying too. I just haven't had it, <laughs> but maybe my skin has had a rough time. Um, but you, so you hear these external feedback about how you're performing, how you've changed. Wow, you were at that event last night and you weren't drinking, that's amazing. Gosh, you're not drinking, that's incredible. Those things are that sort of feedback and that, that builds this layer of confidence and this layer of identity, you know, where you now have this sort of foundation starting to create that is like, okay, this is who I am now and this is how I want to behave. And that is so powerful because as you lay that foundation, as you continually lay those bricks that people say these things to you, that you say them to yourself, that you prove to yourself that you can go out and socialize alcohol-free, that you do these events, that you get through these moments alcohol-free, that you feel more proud of yourself, that foundation is building and building and building and building and over time, and it's making a hell of a platform. Meanwhile, you are sowing the seed of doubt um, into friends. Now, I was talking about this the other day, about how powerful the seed of doubt is. I'm going to give this a shot at explaining this over a podcast. And if I lose you, I apologize. But just please bear with me. There's a wonderful study, which I can't remember right now, but a wonderful study into behavior change where they effectively take a classroom and everyone in the classroom is an actor bar one individual who does not know that this is a setup, if you like. And they ask the most simplest of questions. Which one of these lines is the longest? And there are four lines, A, B, C, and D. And of course, B is by far the longest, and the others are short, right? So it's just, it's just so obviously the, the answer is the longest, B, okay? Um, if I confused that the wrong way around there, I apologize, that's my brain. But we're going for the longest. So it's so obvious that B is the longest. Now, this question is presented up, and one by one, the teacher asks each individual, and the actors go first. So the actor says, well, I think it's A. You know, the next actor says, well, I think it's D. And the next answer, and the person who is there is looking, looking around and looking completely bamfoozled, like, am I misunderstanding something here? As they get round to the the, the, the non-actor, the person who's really being asked the question here, of course, guess what they say? They say A, right? They follow along with everybody else. And this is so key to human behavior, is that if we are not given a valid option, we will follow, mo mostly our brain will try to follow the herd, try to follow the tribe and, the, and, and things like that. Now, the same experiment, Okay, and so again, the question is asked, B is absolutely obviously the correct answer. And yet this time, one person out of all of the 30 odd classroom that's being asked before the non-actor non gets asked, one person says, I think it could be B, the right answer, but I'm gonna go for A. So an expression of doubt. That expression of doubt is enough for the individual to feel empowered enough to say, no, no, it's definitely B, okay? And this is shown time and time and time again in controlled studies that an expression of doubt will allow that individual to choose a different path from the tribe. So if you think about how you're behaving and your community, your social group, people around you, they all drink, and you are the first expression of doubt for an individual, Right? Think about that. The first time that you come out and you're not drinking with your friends, you're their expression of doubt. You're giving them permission to consider 
reconsider their relationship with alcohol. Now, this is why if you go out, which I'm sure you do, you'll see people coming up to you quietly or asking you or there are always this conversation goes on about alcohol. You know, can you tell me and how did you do it? And what is this, right? You're their expression of doubt and they've never had that before and you're allowing. So this is about becoming the lighthouse. You know, the lighthouse in your community, in the people around you is allowing them to see an alternative way. And it's an incredibly powerful gift so I think we go through this process of building our foundation. We build our foundation ourselves and then we can comfortably be a lighthouse for others and um, yeah, ultimately help the whole world change its relationship with alcohol by going forth out there and just showing people, leading by example, showing people that there is another way. I hope some of that was helpful in there. Uh, hopefully some of that was insightful for you as well about um, this wonderful journey. Now, the reason why I wanted to come and chat to you today um, uh, on the podcast is because we've recently um, just come to the end of our Complete Control High Ticket Coaching Program. Um, Our Complete Control Program, which I know we launched on the podcast here and um, via some emails, um, is the first time we've ever done anything like this. It was a really, really powerful program designed to get very busy leaders, senior execs, CEOs, um, high performers, um, the, the, the guarantee of being able to give them complete control of alcohol in eight weeks. Now, I know that sounds like a big ask, but this is the journey I've been on. I've been on a journey now for eight years, studying this stuff, learning about um, positive psychology, neuroscience, Um, the best devices, the best interventions, all the therapies, coaching. Um, I've been putting myself deep, deep under the knife. I 100% believe, how can I possibly help somebody if I haven't first helped myself? So I'm the first to go under the knife with these things. And I've discovered so much through those years, so many things that I just wanted to get the best of what I've got together and put it into a really intensive program. Now, we have had, we were expecting maybe five people. Uh, We were hoping for 10. Uh, We ended up with 16 people coming on the Complete Control program. Uh, It was an absolutely enormous success for the first sort of test of this trial. We had uh, people from all over the world. We had West Coast America, East Coast America, Canada, uh, South America. We had Japan. We had Europe. We had New Zealand, Australia. And trying to get all of them on one call is, is, is a challenge, but <laughs> we, managed, we managed to make it all work for everyone. Um, and I'm just so excited now because not only have we come to the close and you know, we've seen the transformations in people, enormous transformations, right? This is, this is incredible. But I'm now getting on calls with these guys and, and, and guys and gals, just to be clear, and, and I'm hearing what they have to say. This is verbatim, right? This is, what, this is what people are saying about the Complete Control Program. Yes, I saw it as expensive in the beginning, but the program has been totally life-changing and that is priceless. And, you know, um, others who are saying that this program paid for itself 10 times over within the first few weeks. Um, I know what it's like in my own business. I know what the cost is of making a bad mistake or, you know, which ultimately can lead you to months of pain down the line. And I think what this whole journey gives us more than anything is this 
really strong intuition back. I think alcohol just smashes your intuition. I think you, 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 you make much poorer decisions and you just don't let that intuition come through. What is your intuition worth in your business, in, 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 in your insights? And this is the thing that people are saying about this complete control program is that it has totally transformed how they see alcohol, how they see it in their life, right? We were, we were doing some really cool stuff, right? We were um, remote monitoring heart rate variability to see whether they were in sympathetic or parasympathetic, ultimately their ability to deal with stress, okay? Because this is such a huge factor in our drinking. And we were able to, to work with them in the moment in trying to change how they deal with stress on a daily, daily, daily basis. Now, the thing about that is small little iterations in your day can totally transform how you deal with stress, but also seeing through technology the impact of alcohol um, and then removing it, it was just in black and white for people like, look at this, this is before, this is after, and there's a week in between, look how transformative it is. It's, it's so, I think it's very um, transformational for people to go through that journey. So um, we have delivered an incredible program that uh, if I'm honest is, changed the trajectory of um, what this business is, is capable of doing and going to do. I, I'm so proud of the product, the program that we have launched. I'm so proud um, of what people are saying about this program, of what it has given them and what it has changed them in just eight weeks. And I think this goes to show the impact that we can have on the world. Now, this is a high level program. It has got the absolute best of everything I've known um, from around the world or done to myself or, or <laughs> you know, um, 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 the, the sort of coaching and therapies that I've used to improve my life. And so it's not for everyone. I totally understand that. Yes, I, you know, don't misunderstand my goals. I want, have always focused on trying to impact millions, if not billions of lives. And yes, we still want to bring these sorts of technologies and interventions and powerful stuff to everybody. But for now, we're focusing um, on this area and absolutely it will help us refine and refine and refine and produce programs that are, that are for everyone. So um, what's great, we've come to the end of this program. Um, I haven't heard anyone who hasn't highly recommended it. We've got some small tweaks to make, which is brilliant. Only a couple of small tweaks um, to make it for our next launch. And that is what we're getting ready for right now. We're getting ready to launch um, version two of our complete control program. Um, it will be going live at the end of August slash beginning of September. And the reason why there's a question mark there is just it's getting devices delivered to people depending on where they are in the world. Uh, isn't isn't easy um, but um, if you are a busy leader um, an executive CEO a founder of a business if you want to and, and I genuinely mean this if you want to take your your productivity absolutely you know 20 40 percent higher into your into your company which I guarantee you will get if you've been trying to get control of alcohol and you really want to get into a place where you have complete control this is that ability to take it or leave it in its entirety um, and that, so it's just not that a factor for you then come and join our complete control program it is world class I don't see anything else out there that is anywhere like this um, that you would be able to go on um, like this that delivers this amount of value for what we are charging. So um, I would please do 
reach out to us. I'm actually going to give you some of the snippets now of some of the calls I've done with some of the members. Um, um, we've just kept them anonymous for now because that's absolutely fair to them. And of course, they know they're they're coming out in the podcast. Um, and um, what you will see is you're going to see some more of this complete control stuff coming live in the coming days. Sorry, weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, just so excited to have this program out into the world. So uh, I hope you're doing extremely well in your journey, whatever, wherever you are. By all means, reach out to us um, with any feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to leave us um, a five-star review or any review, if you like, on our podcast. Um, always want to hear from you. And I'm now going to turn over to some of our Complete Control members from the most recent program. They're just finishing up now. Um, this is what they've got to say about the Complete Control program. So uh, let me know if it's for you. Yeah, so I think all in all, with everything, because I'm, I'm super, I mean, this has been fantastic for me. It was, it's a lifesaver, this whole program, definitely. Uh, it changed everything. And not just about, I think, the going forward, it won't just be the drinking, because even in some of the coach calls, especially that I had with Gary the other week, we don't really talk about that. We talk about self-development. What can you do in the future? So I've come a long way. I think I'm a good, <laughs> I was a good student, I think. What were the big moments? What are the things that were the most aha out of all of the things like the first beat and the, you know, the coaching and the group sessions and the community, yeah, everything basically? Um, it's really hard to say because it's all been, but uh, cool. I cool. think, uh, uh, I mean, the, the, the coaching sessions are definitely a bonus in the whole uh, thing. Like I said, now the community community could probably be done even better but for me as well it's the the coaching sessions they're great yeah. um but also the fact that you get the whole workbook i think that works really well because you have to think about your situation and, and where you are so i was kind of you know in the mornings you were kind of excited to to see what's today's task and to start working on that so i can't say any particular moment as such, because I was so on from, from the first minute, but the whole buildup of that and the coaching sessions, I think have been uh, fantastic. Sort of going through the different steps. And there was, I think we two there with Jen, where you kind of dig a little bit deeper on why you came there. And then from that feeding on to, you know, the tools and now last week, the social drinking part and how you can do. So I think, no, I think that was really good. Excellent. Uh, it really worked. Thank keep you. That. Thank keep you. That. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, okay. And then, so what? What is your position now? So, looking forward at your relationship with alcohol um, compared to you know six, seven weeks ago, yeah. what's your position going forward? What's your choices going forward? What's changed for you? Yeah. No, I mean it's it's way different. Like I said, it's it's life changing. It really is. It sounds because it's only seven weeks. Of course, I start a little bit earlier, but um, it really is the way I see my my future now. Uh, it won't. Uh, you can never say never, but uh, alcohol won't be a part of it. I can nearly say that. So it has been so good for me, this whole program. That's amazing. I will be thankful forever. And again, I think even if for some reason I... Yeah, even if I had a hard time, I have some tools now. And I know for sure I don't want to fall back on that. But it's so much better when when you have done this program 
because for some way, in, in a strange way, you're accountable not only to, to the people around you, not even yourself, but you invested so much in it and everything I know now uh, will help me. And I think even if I would for some reason have a tough time and I, I fall back, even if it once or twice or a few days, God knows, I, I, th- I still have the basics to go back to that yeah. I didn't before. It's, it's different. And I think it's good that it is quite expensive, to be honest, because exactly. it really, you invest in yourself. It's a lot of money and you wouldn't just let that go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely like- changed everything for me. I would say uh, this past week, uh, like I said on Monday, that I think some of your messaging, you seem like on top of your game and just just really inspired. And, and I, I felt like this last week was probably the best week for me, maybe the easiest week. And, uh, and, and that's why I liked it. Probably the hardest one was, uh, I think, week two, kind of looking at trauma and stuff like that for me it's there, but, you know, did I get a big benefit from it? I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I've, I've kind of been down that road before in different kind of retreats on different matters, but uh, that was a little bit challenging. And, and I would say, and I'm trying to recall, there was one week where it sounded like uh, that it was seemed a little bit off. And I don't know if, it, did you guys have COVID? I'm trying to remember, but it just seemed like things were kind of rushed, not desperate, mm-hmm. but just it was one week and I can't even remember what week had covered and um, kind of like in my comments, I, I emailed to you. It's like, uh, you know, no, no, no apologies, right? You guys are doing this with confidence and, and, and running through. But um, I think this, this past week, I, I think the, uh, the uh, better roads, that was a big hit for me mm-hmm. and for a lot of people. And it's the first time I've ever tried alcohol-free wine and getting an assortment of beer. So I, I know I'm kind of bouncing all I love the first beat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really do. You know, my, my first uh, session turned out to be really well and uh, probably get into the weeds. But this last time I did it, I went on like an overly long bike ride in the heat mm-hmm. and I've never bonked and cramped like I did. And it really showed the negative result of the overstress my body had for like After. two days. Yeah. Wow. So I didn't, I, and I, I kind of felt like I, I mean, I felt bad when I got done with my bike ride and the next day I felt bad. And sure enough, you look at that first beat, it shows stress. I didn't sleep well, both two, two consecutive nights. And so it was pretty revealing. And then the other thing I learned, I shouldn't exercise late at night. It no. <laughs> really it messed with my sleep. And I had, you know, I, you hear that, but when you actually see the results of that, that was pretty powerful. I would say with Gary, you know, we're so dissimilar, but I really like him. My, I was, my wife was going, well, how do you like your coach? I go, you know, I feel like I can talk to this guy. Yeah. And, you know, he's non-judgmental, and he's mm. just, he has some observations that he offers and brings that I think are spot on. And uh, he's, got a, he's got a real knack. And so I, I like Gary a lot, and I think he's done a heck of a job. And so yeah. I would say big, big thumbs up to Gary. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, will, I definitely would recommend it. Uh, I think that the challenge that most people have, you know, it's kind of the question, hey, are you okay with sharing this video and stuff or parts of it? Uh, part of it is, well, you got to admit failure kind of, right? 
publicly. Mm, it's a horrible <clears throat> thing about alcohol. That's how it feels. Yeah. It's you, not true. You know, <laughs> the, and, and what I really like about your program is there's no labels. Other programs, there's labels that are really have negative connotation and that drives me crazy. And so maybe there's a little bit of that in society that by you still, you know, kind of admitting to this program, you're labeling yourself and you're not, you're really not. And the reality is it's so pervasive in society. You know, when you're engaged in a program like this, you realize that alcohol is everywhere (laughs) and everybody, uh, you know, is probably using or misuse. There's a lot of misuse. And Mm -hmm. I, I know amongst my friend group and, it's been interesting to see people miss mountain bike rides because they're hungover in the morning, Completely. right? Completely. <laughs> they, well, that was me. I would make excuses, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "But anyhow, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rambling on." No, no, about but... it. I think that's the challenge: is like, how do you get over that hump and be comfortable with that kind of in a in a in a public, more public way? I feel pretty confident right now, and um, you know, I don't know that I've made any decision: am I going to continue going alcohol free? Or am I going to kind of be in that camp of a, a, an occasional drink? Uh, I, I haven't really ciphered through that. All I know is this, this past week was really easy. Um, not even thinking about drinking in the evenings and stuff like that. So it's been really good. And, and like I, I've said, I can't believe how all my friends, you know, I, I pack a cooler of alcohol-free beer and it, I always bring extra and it's always gone. By the end of the night. It's awesome. That's great. Yeah. It? So uh, for me, would continued involvement with the group coaching be beneficial? Yes. Okay. And if there were an opportunity to do that, I would seriously look at it. Did you know that we offer loads more support? Yes, I'm talking about time with coaches, Zooms, meeting other people, locking eye to eye, meeting awesome OIMBers who are on the same inspiring journey as you. All of those things are available in AFM. We created AFM as a close, small community that is really there to help people master changing the relationship with alcohol. So if you're looking for a little bit more support, you want to meet more OYMBers, or you just want to take your alcohol-free journey to the next level, then check out oneyearnobeer.com forward slash AFM. And if you put in the discount code PODCAST10, capital letters, PODCAST10, we'll get you 10% discount off joining AFM. How have you found the program overall? What, yeah, how have you found it? Well, it's a lot. It's intense. It's eight weeks. Uh, it's a lot like drinking out of a fire hose. There's uh, plenty of uh, information every week. Uh, the, the weekly workbooks uh, have, uh, uh, you know, pages. I haven't counted them, but in each workbook, there's eight or nine uh I guess tasks that you can you can take on, and uh, uh, that's that is a lot. And uh, I know that I uh, I like to target a handful of them and work in more bite sized uh, uh, pieces. So uh, I try to target one to three different exercises and try and try and tackle them and. What I find is I kind of gravitate to one that uh, really piques my interest and uh, dig deep. 
dig deep in that particular area. So each uh, each week was was a lot of uh, was a lot of information, and uh, um, you know, uh, working on it in bite sized pieces that are are manageable. Because it's a lot to process. You know, there's big some of those concepts are are leaps that could take months or years. Yeah for someone to process. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, the working in a group is, uh, is really, uh, really great. I, I think having, uh, someone, an accountability partner is, uh, important and accountability definitely is, uh, is, is some way that keeps keeps you personally on track, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to uh, um, challenge yourself and meet some goals, and uh, you know, and have someone else to uh, to talk about. Um, it's interesting. We have a combination with some some males and females in the group, and men are uh, are uh, notoriously bad at a at talking about things and uh, uh, the gals, the girls can uh, talk and they, they love and love to talk the old uh, uh, Venus and Mars kind of analogy. Uh, but uh, you know, I, and it, it's something uh, I found interesting uh, and, and constructive to have someone else uh, in my case, Michael and I have been chatting back and forth. Uh, we have some commonalities, some common interests and, uh, you know, outside of, uh, outside of a desire to tackle our, uh, our, our issues around alcohol. So, uh, it's made, uh, you know, for a bit of a, bit of a friendship and, uh, and I think it was really constructive to have, have a group, um, uh, Gary, uh, is, uh, a, a very interesting guy. We have really good chats and, uh, share a lot of ideas. Um, and, uh, he, uh, he's, he's, he's shared a few interesting, uh, readings and suggestions that, uh, have taken me down, uh, different, different, different paths. And, uh, I think, uh, uh, I've, I've, shared a few good ideas, I think with him, I hope, mm. uh, a lot of it, uh, you know, you kind of, you called me out the other day on strategic coach and Dan Sullivan. Um, the program is, uh, I'm not sure how much or how, uh, how long you've worked with Sullivan, but, uh, your program looks a lot like, uh, uh, a, a, a strategic coach style program. Oh, well, I never uh, have, but I'll take that as a huge compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you never have, it's, maybe it's happened just organically. I've always been this way my, all my life. Is, uh, I, my brain is going an hour before I wake up, I think, and then I wake up, and uh, I have 35, 40 different paths I can go down that day. And uh, just keeping track of a lot of the new ideas and a lot of the solutions that I've, I've, I've uh, 
manifested over the over the night over a good night's sleep and a lot of questions that I've answered uh, uh, you know I, I have to rein in all of that energy somehow and uh, do it first thing in the morning otherwise I could spend the whole day spinning on 35 different things yeah uh, and and not get anything done so uh, so the meditation helps me uh, calm that down and uh, focus on, you know, a handful of things that are, are, are accomplished or I can accomplish. Uh, and it helps me uh, uh, keep track of, of some of those, some of those great ideas. Right? What about, um, what about the hypnotherapy? How did you find that? I, I, that was huge. I, I really like that. And uh, it was meditation to an even deeper level. Yeah. And uh, I can, you know, I, I, uh, I've always been a little bit of a skeptic uh, around hypnotherapy and uh, uh, holistic healing. But uh, I think the uh, hypnotherapy and after meditating a little bit and understand feeling that and understanding that I think the hip hypnotherapy takes it a little deeper. And, uh, I know that, uh, your, your subconscious can, uh, can store a lot of, uh, a lot of good information. And, uh, it's almost like, uh, um, you can you can program the soundtrack with hypnotherapy, and it, it'll run in the background. In the background, uh, it's, uh, so, it's stuff. It is. It is. Where is your relationship with alcohol now? What will it be going forward? Well, right today, uh, you know, I, I've lost. I don't count the days, uh, and I think that's uh, something. Uh, it's important. It's um, I'm just not conscious of counting the days. I'm just not. Uh, I'm, I am alcohol free. I uh, uh, I do. Uh, I'm, I'm conscious of the fact that uh, uh, all of the if if I were to have a few drinks or a few more than I wanted to have, then the costs are just not worth it. So I'm very conscious of that. And that that's one of the things that keeps me uh, keeps me uh, alcohol free. But, you know, I think uh, that's where I am today. And looking forward, I think, uh, you know, it, there's still a lot more uh, work from the workbooks that I can look through and refer back to. Uh, I know I know that, you know, it's an eight week period, but. You know, uh, learning, and th this is kind of a Sullivanism. Uh, he would, one of his uh, uh, one of his uh, features of his program is it was a a, a three month rolling period. In this case, like an eight week rolling period. So, eight weeks from now is the next eight weeks. Four weeks from now is the next eight weeks. So there's always uh, next week will be the next eight weeks. Yeah. So uh, you're you come from a finite's background, so you understand rolling averages. It's an eight-week rolling period. Uh, 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that I think is an important concept that people somehow can, if they can understand that it's not a beginning start date end date, uh, like the tour de France ends in the Champs de Lisée. This, yeah. this goes on a rolling eight week period. It uh, does. It does. Yeah. So next week is the beginning of your next eight weeks. Was there any standout things for you in the program? And was there any things that you'd improve other than what you've just said? Yeah. yeah. Um, so back to just like succinct um, points. So I, I think what was really great is that you all thought about the data piece and the emotional piece and the learning piece and sort of all of that together, I think was really great, right? And I think obviously that was super thoughtful. I mean, you know that. So, um, so that was re- that's that's different. I think putting all of those putting all of that together is probably different than doing it by oneself. I I think right. So by that, I specifically mean you know obviously first beat, and I don't know, you know we didn't kind of come back to that as much. So I'm not really sure about all that, but, you know, certainly um, keeping that in, you know, in one's tool set was really helpful and super insightful. Right. And then of course, on the coaching side, you know, that's probably the most helpful. I've never done coaching before. So um, I I still feel a little bit like, you know, like show up for those calls. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Let's talk about you. (laughs) And then, and then poof. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, or sometimes I'm like, shoot, I should come prepared to talk about something. I'm like, I don't want to talk about. So, um, and that's really intense stuff, right? Doing that every week is intense. Mm -hmm. So, okay, fine. Um, that's great. And then of course our group is great. And then, uh, so that's also that kind of other piece, right. To help round out like the, the thinking as well as all of the, um, all of the, um, uh, I guess their lessons, lessons that, you guys pre-prepared, right? So that's all, that's like great, 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 super thoughtful. I thought all of those tools together was awesome. So I think that's really interesting. And then also I think, you know, obviously Jen's work around, well, you know, alcohol is just masquerading for something else. Right. And I think that's that. So that's where there's there's so much more that needs to get done. And so much deeper stuff where you're kind of like, okay, (laughs) stuff that has to get done. So we'll see how that goes. But um, so that was really helpful. But, you know, more importantly, I think just um, the, there wasn't actually as much accountability as I thought that I would have expected, but I don't actually think that I needed it. So right. that's weird for me. So I've never really had, that's never really happened before where I was, I figured, well, if I don't have the, I, like half the reason to join the group is for accountability, you know? Yeah. And I sort of created that a little bit with, you know, one of the group members, but we didn't really need it. And yeah. so I think that's a really interesting testament to the fact that um, the awareness, the different thinking, the tools that you all provided did created behavior that was self-correcting. And that's pretty cool. That that's, that's pretty cool. I also stopped counting days. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of dumb. So I'm like, stop counting. I have no idea what day it is. I just happen to know that it's more than it ever was. I haven't missed 
a, a workout session in the morning once. So mm. Monday to Friday, every single week, I have missed one. Se- that's like never happened before. I might get two. Um, so literally every single, uh, so for six weeks, I haven't missed a hit or a cardio session or a weight session every single morning. Um, I'm intermittent fasting now consistently for the last two weeks. Um, I have more energy in work. I'm, I'm, I've naturally more energy in work. I have more energy with the kids. Um, my, uh, my resting heart rate has gone down um, because I'm fitter. Um, uh, my sleep is like fucking amazing. (laughs) It's like, seriously, my sleep, just to put this in perspective, my sleep was bad when I was like, if I had drinks, but the two or three days after there were times where I would get, I don't, I'm not joking when I say this, I would get two hours sleep and it would be the third day in a row where I've had two hours sleep. So I'm going, I had six hours sleep over three days. And then I put in a, a long shift and I'm like, that stuff in five or six years could kill you. I mean, yeah. that's just too, too, yeah. Um, I remember saying to one of my friends, he's like, I literally couldn't work if I had two hours. I couldn't go in. I couldn't deal with everybody. So um, now I get uh, about seven hours sleep a night. Um, like, I, like I had a really bad night's sleep last night, and that was five and a half hours. That mm. used to be a, a good night's sleep, but that was a bad night's sleep, uh, basically because I just stayed up chatting with my wife for a while. But um, like I, a good night's sleep for me is like seven hours every single night consistently now. Um, which for the last six weeks and, and it's not going to change because I'm not going to drink during, you know I, I'll drink once in the blue moon and um, if I drink I still have to figure that one out I'm still trying to figure out when I come back to it and if in a couple of months I have another drink or I have a couple of drinks but in terms of a regular thing um, I read somebody saying well you know if you're going to have drinks just have like three drinks on a Friday or Saturday I'm like I wouldn't even do that because it would mess up all the progress I think you need like a month or two months every single time because it messes up all the progress. The most important parts are the accountability uh, on on WhatsApp and stuff to check in. Um, And I also think the the coaching sessions, I have to say, Gary's coaching sessions have been fantastic. Really, really fantastic. Um, And it's like I'd never done coaching before. I didn't know what to expect. Um, But just walking through things and talking through things and um, really, really great. Um, I would have been skeptical about that kind of stuff. Um, but it's it's kind of it's it's good to walk through that stuff. I think I I think I really enjoy speaking with Gary um, and and Jen. Um, so I think that's uh, uh, very good. I mean, you you learn things about yourself that you really didn't know before, and there's observations that you can hear from a you know, someone who's not sure, who's not my wife, who's not my kid, you know, someone who I don't really even know uh, can tell you things about yourself. Uh, So I think that's, that's, um, I think that's something that's very different from like, you know, during one year, no more beer or whatever. And I think it's a totally different, totally different level. Um, I think like just, just any kind of like the science, the science behind drinking, I think is, I'm very curious about that. I mean, much more than just the inst- like you can do it. I'm not, I mean, you can do it. So I feel like I've gotten past, <laughs> um, but the science behind it, like even like when you're talking about cold showers and I, t- I do that now every day, cold showers, cold baths. And I, the more I read about it, it's just, um, it's creating a discipline for yourself. I mean, there's obviously physical aspects that are very good, but I mean, it's the discipline around doing that, I think is, uh, is excellent. So I think there's kind of like, um, scientific aspects even the hypnotherapy i thought was i've never done anything like that in my life i mean it was very new so uh, 
I really thought those types of things were the things that were really aha moments. I think when this is over, I probably will drink alcohol again, but I don't worry about it. I don't have the anxiety. I don't think it's going to get to where it got. Because where it would go before is I could stop. I can stop. I know I can stop. I can stop for an extended period of time. But I kind of get slowly go back and go back and go back. And then I get to a point where it's like, I put on weight. I don't feel good. I'm not the yeah. same person. I feel like shit, you know, I'm up, I wake up every morning kind of angry and my shoulders hurt, and, you know, and I'd say I'm drinking too much, you know, I got to do something again. I don't think I'm going to get that place again. So I, I don't feel that way. So I can tell you that for sure. That fear uh, is kind of gone, you know? Um, so, you know, I Great. think there's a, you know, so a, lot, a lot of good things are taken from it. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's amazing. Um, I think, I think the journey is like an ever evolving bubble of awareness. Um, yeah. and as you get more and more and more aware, um, and this is one element of it, um, because there are lots of other elements for each individual, but I think certainly on this thread we're talking about here, I think it's getting more and more and more aware. And the more aware is that you shorten down the time from when it's acceptable for you after you start drinking the time becomes shorter for you to get to a place where you're like, hang on a minute, I'm not happy with this. Yeah. And I think that time gets really, really, really short. The more aware you get that you end up having two drinks and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I, I, I didn't sleep well last night. I feel grumpy today. I feel sluggish. It just wasn't worth it. But I think that's a process. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the One Year No Beer podcast, where our mission is to share and tell the stories of the everyday heroes who are taking the steps to make a meaningful impact by changing their relationship with alcohol. If you want to join our community and find out more about the variety of benefits that you can enjoy by becoming part of our 80,000 plus members within our alcohol-free movement, then click the link in the show notes below. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.